Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Thoughts by DeVille D.I. I am your host, DeVille D.I. Thank you once again for tuning in with the podcast. I appreciate it. And, by the way, I got an announcement. Um, if you would like to support the podcast and help us move the podcast further along, I am now accepting donations via Cash App. That's right, you can cash at me at DeVille D.I. If you would like to, a dollar, two dollars, whatever, man. I don't charge y'all a monthly fee for the podcast because I don't feel it's necessary. But if you would like to drop a couple dollars to your boy, it will be highly appreciated. If not, just keep listening. I appreciate that, too. Oh, man. Now, let's get straight on to this. What DeVille thinks or DeVille, what do you think? Whatever you want to call it. If you don't know, this is the segment of the podcast where I take on topics from listeners and, you know, give my viewpoint, what I think about them. You can submit topics by tagging me and post on Instagram, sending me posts on Twitter, or you can just go straight over to the Thoughts by DeVille DI podcast page on Facebook. You can comment those topics. You can um, share those. Uh, if there's video or whatever, you feel free to share that to the page you know and i'll address them now today's topic is charles leno um of the bears chicago bears proposed to his girlfriend jennifer roth after the game you know he got down on one knee and proposed and she accepted but dun 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 racist tweets from her college days have surfaced now, so for the uh, people that don't know, Mr. Leno is a black male, and Miss Roth, his fiance, is a white female. So apparently, somebody took the 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 time to go back to her college days. These posts were from 2012. Somebody took the time to go back and go through her Twitter and screenshot and expose these posts that people are deeming to be racist yeah so they want to know how i feel about that about him proposing to this woman and then her racist tweets surfacing now as i said on the interview with cyber shots man you do you do have to kind of give people somewhat of a leeway to change i'm gonna keep that same energy you have to give people a leeway to change because there are things that all of us may have said in our younger years or years ago that, you know, could come back to bite us in the butt. Now, if a person gen genuinely has changed because, you know, we grow over time. So the way I felt about things a few years ago, that's things I felt a certain way about six months ago that I don't feel the same way about now. So people do have the ability to change or change the way they're thinking so we got to take that into consideration first and foremost but before we can dig too deep into it first we got to go to the tweets because i know you want to know what she said so let's look at them i'll read a few of them one of her tweets said this dude pitch black like i know i like black guys but he's like burnt toast black Hmm. What else we got here? 
ghetto people always name their kids after stuff they can't afford. Mercedes, diamonds, Bentley, Pearl, light bill, rent, car insurance. Now, some people may say, how would that be a racist tweet? I don't know too many Caucasians that go by the names of Mercedes, diamonds, Bentley, Pearl. There might be some pearls out there. But it seems like she was trying to make a joke. Very distasteful joke. But it seems like she was trying to make a joke. Then let's run down a couple more. I'm going to hit you with a couple more of them. She says, Seeing white guys with black girls. Black guys with white girls. I like seeing black, seeing white guys with black girls. And black guys with white girls. Because mixed babies are so cute. Hmm. I can't tell if I like, if I love, I can't tell if love and basketball is why I love black guys or if I love love and basketball because I love black guys. All right. So let's look over some, a couple more. Let's see. You believe that, you believe that shit because some lame ass N-word Tweet that shit. Mm. If you, <laughs> I have to. I, I gotta kind of screen these before I throw them out there. You know what I mean? Jimmy Jimmy Butler got a win. LOL. Lost for Nash, Melo, and Griffin. Damn, all my N words took a loss tonight in the NBA. So things that are clear from these distasteful tweets. She loves black guys. She likes throwing around the N-word. She seems to be trying to use it in a conversational type of way, you know, just like everybody else in the hip-hop community throws it around. Distasteful, very, very distasteful. It seems like she's trying to be funny, like she may think she's a comedian or a jokester. I don't know, but they're, they're definitely, they're definitely at the least in bad taste now. Does this make her a racist? <sighs> you be the judge. I, you know, I'll let you be the judge. I don't like to throw anything at anybody. They're very distasteful. And, you know, she probably, what well, someone said that I found interesting, but I also think it's probably true, is that she probably, if she talks like this, she probably talks this exact same way around him because she thinks she's hip. Now, like I said, this was back when she was in college. You know what I mean? She could uh she could have grown up from then from that point and be more mature now. I don't know. I don't know the lady. But I definitely I don't really feel like I don't use the word too much myself. So I definitely feel a certain type of way when other people people of other races use it. And someone else brought to my attention and they said every race outside of the black race uses the n-word more than the black race does and i'm like okay that could possibly be true you know you think about somebody like takashi takashi's takashi 69 he's hispanic and he throws the word around like it's nothing you'll hear pretty much everybody who is in the hip-hop community period throwing that word around does that make it right no no, it does not. You know, I, it, these are very distasteful tweets, at the least. And you know, she's catching flack about it. He's catching flack about it. 
social media is dragging the guy for um, proposing to a woman that would talk like this in the public in on Twitter. But man, I mean, at the end of the day, people gonna do what they gonna do, and I don't tell nobody who they should love or who they should not love. But I definitely, you know, I definitely, me personally, would look at her a certain kind of way if she came around me, knowing that you know this is how she throw things around, and like some of it does appear that she's just trying to be funny, you know, and trying to fit in to the hip-hop community like I said but it's still in poor taste it still was in poor taste and it still showed you know poor judgment on her part to feel that to be so comfortable using a derogatory term like that and like I said we was just talking about this with Kevin Hart and he threw out that uh that f-bomb that rhymes with maggot <sighs> If people are going to be held accountable for things they tweeted years ago, it's going to be, you know, a hailstorm coming along because I don't know too many people out there that can say that they didn't tweet something that would offend somebody. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, that man's going to marry who he's going to marry and she's going to be how she's going to be. Could be undercover races, could not just because, you know, just because you deal with I said this on the interview with Shop. If you haven't listened to the interview with Shop Shots, you need to go listen to it. Just because you deal with one or two people of a different race, no matter what race you are, doesn't mean that you're not racist. Whether or not you're racist, in my opinion, has to do with how you treat people of other races that you don't know, not the ones that you do know. Because little Jimmy grew up next door to you and y'all became best friends. Does that mean that you view everyone of little Jimmy's ethnicity the same way. That's what I think about that. And I'm just going to leave that one at that one. And let's take a moment out to uh, acknowledge my sponsor. All right, so I'm back and we're going to keep it rolling. We're going to keep it moving. Uh, all right, I want to tell y'all a story. Y'all down for some story time. Here, here it go. So today, I'm at work. I get ready to go to lunch. I'm starving. And there's a wing place. I don't know the name of the wing place. And I wouldn't mention it if I did because they're not writing me a check. No, I would definitely uh, give y'all my wing place suggestion if I could remember the name of it. But I don't. But they got some good wings and some fries. The fries is really what makes the meal. Because you know how sometimes you go get a wing and fry combo and the fries don't be on point. And that kind of throws everything off. These fries are nice and crispy. You know, they're crispy, but they're soft like McDonald's. You know, they're crispy on the outside and nice and nice and soft on the inside. But either way, I go down there to get me some lunch and uh, walk in. And there's a young lady sitting right next to the door. So when I walk in, I see her, I speak. She was on the phone. She didn't say anything. So I go, I get in line. And a couple seconds later, she's like, excuse me, sir. So I turn around and I'm like, yes, because I'm a gentleman. So she's like, um, can I talk to you for a second? I'm sorry. I was on the phone when you came in. I was like, okay. She apologized. I, I respect that. So I'm like, you know, what's going on? And she's like, I noticed that she has like three big bags 
sitting on the floor next to her and she says, you know, um, I've, I was wondering if you could buy me something to eat. You know, I've been, I don't have any money. I've been, I haven't been to sleep in over 24 hours. I don't have anywhere to go. I don't have any money. Could you buy me something to eat? So I'm like, yeah, I'll buy you something to eat. That's no problem. I have no problem buying people food, you know, who are struggling and they ask for food. But I do have a problem with just handing them cash, you know, because a lot of people be out scamming for the cash. Now, if you if you trick me out of a, a, a combo meal at a wing spot, I'm not really tripping. I feel worse if I get handed you some money and you've got $200 in your pocket. But wing meal, I'm not tripping off that. So I'm like, yeah. I get you something to eat. So she comes up to the counter and um, I order my wings and fries. And she's making conversation with me, asking me how, you know, what I think about the food. Is it good? Is it this? Is it that? And I'm thinking to myself, mm, you, you you shouldn't really worry, be worried about all that right now. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, maybe she's just being cordial because I'm buying her food. So she orders a wing meal. Then she asks if she can have fries. She wants it all flats. Yeah, she wants it all flats. That's 50 cent extra. But I'm like, you know what, <laughs> DeVille, don't even wild out on that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, let her get the all flats. 50 cents, nothing. Yeah, it's cool. She asked because she asked me, you know, is that all right? I was like, that's fine. So then she says, can I get... Uh, rice instead of the fries it's like yeah but that'll be more you know depending on what kind of rice you're getting she's like the shrimp rice it's like okay yeah that'll be a dollar and something more to extra and she looks over me she says that all right i was like that's fine get to get get the fried rice whatever so we ordered food and then she goes and sits back down i'm thinking to myself you're out here, um, you know, asking me for the f for food, and then you're being real particular. But then I realize she tells me the story after I eat after I, she orders the food. She's like, "Can I talk to you? Can we talk again?" I was like, "Yeah, that's fine." So she comes over and sits at the table, and she's telling me, you know, she had just got evicted from my house, and she had three hundred dollars when she got evicted. And, you know, she's been staying in the hotel room. The money's gone. She doesn't have anywhere to stay. And she's like, could you, I was wondering if you could, you know, go over to Days Inn. That's the cheapest place around here. And, you know, get me a hotel for the night. And I was like, nah, I can't do that. Because that was just a bit much to me. And plus, I was at work. I didn't really have time to be going through all that. And I'm not going to put a room in my name for a stranger. You understand what I'm saying? So that's when I realized, I was like, this is new to her. You know what I mean? Because I would have ordered, you know, she said that the flats was, the, the drums have to be too big. And I was like, that's, you might not eat again today. That might be what you should have got. But I'm like, you know, it made, that made me feel like maybe she wasn't as bad off as she was, you know, trying to be. Because if I'm out here and I'm struggling, you know, I I can't afford food and I have nowhere to stay. I'd probably be trying to get something like the a bigger meal, 
than as I could without really running through somebody's pockets. So I probably would have took the chicken pieces of chicken with the more meat on it. The rice I understand because you know she she probably could have stretched that into eating twice out of you know. I don't know, man. But then I was like thinking to at the same time she this is new to her so she doesn't really know what's going on and I was like and she said she had been trying to get money by asking people and it just wasn't working and I was like yeah you know it's the holidays she's like well you know that's the last thing I'm worried about now and I said no it's the holiday that mean it's harder for a lot of people to help because they're all they're spending a lot of money this time of year and she's like oh yeah that makes sense that understands man I just wanted to tell y'all that story I don't know why it just was you know I feel like telling somebody that story and you guys listen to me. So, hey, there's that story. Look out for people, though. Quit being so skeptical. You know, sometimes people generally do need help. Help somebody out. That's, you know, that's cool. Now, but y'all didn't come here for that. Y'all came here for some morning discipline. So that's what I'm giving to you, morning discipline for today. Remember to chase the vision not the money. Remember to chase the vision, not the money. I was listening to a podcast today, Brilliant Idiots podcast, and they had the guy, don't remember his name, the guy from one of the founders of FUBU, and he was saying, you know, that in all the circles that he's in and the, the people that he see that are successful or that became millionaires like that, you know, by pushing a brand or a product, he's like all of those saw a need or had a passion and you know they just found a way to capitalize on that and that's why they were successful because they actually cared about the product or the service that they were putting out there and I thought about it and I was like that's real like if you see like when you look even when you look at like athletes there's a lot of people that are born with just raw athletic ability but really could care less that's not their dream or their passion to be a professional, you know, in that field. And then there are people who are born with less talent, less physical ability, but they just got that dog in them. They got that fight in them. They got that drive in them. They got that don't quit in them. And they just push and push and push and just make a way. The same thing about your goals. That's how you should look at your goals. Don't. Put your focus on chasing that bag, as they say, trying to get that money, as they say. Yes, that bag is important, that money is important, but if you're not passionate about what you're doing, there's a lot of things I could be out here doing to put money in my pocket, but if if you're not passionate about it, really how far are you going to get? Because if you're just in it for the money, nine times out of ten, once you get your hands on that money, you're going to blow through it because the money was your goal in the first place. And you got that million and you just went out and you bought this and you bought that and you bought that because your goal was to get that million. But if your goal is to push your brand and build your brand, once you build, you, you never achieve that goal. Stay with me. Stay with me. You'll never achieve that goal because your brand can always be bigger. You can always be bigger, you know. You don't want to just be a brand. You want to become a lifestyle. Like I was talking to a friend of mine at work about video games. And 
I was like, what's one what's one of the first things that pop in your head when I say video games? You know what he said? Probably the first thing that's popped in your head, depending on how old you are. Mario. Mario is a legend in the video game world. Mario was a lot of our introduction to video games. Mario and Nintendo. You might even throw Sonic in there. These are lifestyles in a way. If Just bear with me. Because you have people that are, in this day and age, are you're either a PlayStation person, a Xbox person, a PC person. That's the lifestyle. You understand what I'm saying? People who work out, that's a lifestyle. Building your brand is going to become a lifestyle for you. And you want your brand to transcend brandness and become a lifestyle. You know what I mean? One of the examples he used, he was like, he said Kleenex. He says Kleenex isn't a brand. Kleenex is a lifestyle. You know what I mean? Because people, instead of saying, give me a, a, a tissue, will say, let me get some Kleenex. I'm going to get some Kleenex. You know, somebody will say, uh, bring me back a Coke. They don't necessarily mean a Coke. They're just saying a soda, but that those brands have become part of a lifestyle. Don't chase the money. Chase the vision. Chase that, that, that image that you can see in your head of where you want to be and where you're trying to be. Now, take this information and do with it whatever you want. But remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference. Finish your breakfast. Finish your breakfast. Get that nutrition in it because you're going to need it when you get out here and get shit done. Thank you all for tuning in to DeVille D.I. Thoughts by DeVille D.I. I appreciate each and every last one of you listeners out there. Love y'all so much and thank y'all for helping me make the podcast what it is right now. Hope y'all keep tuning in. I'm out of here. Peace. No, wait. No, wait. I can't leave until I tell you. Have an amazing day.